Guys, guys, I have a quick question for you guys. Super important. Oh, here we go. How fast can you run? Oh, I think I'm like a, t- a 27 mile per hour guy. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's faster than Tom Cruise, man. I don't know if anybody is. I'm pretty slow. Uh, Tom Cruise is what five seven. His stride is maybe two feet. My stride is a nice six foot. A six foot stride. Six foot stride, just like a gazelle. See, I honestly think I, I'm probably booking it around eighteen. There's so much beard that blows in the in the wind. Yeah, and your arms move very aggressively. It looks they do. You're, look, you're looking very fast. I want Richard Attenborough to nonchalantly say how fast you could run, and Sam Neill react to the fact, not the speed, but the fact that you they even have a Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> They have a ballard. You have a ballard. You have a ballard? Say that again. Uh, how fast do you think you can run? I'm pretty slow. I'm not a fast runner. Is that like in your jeans or just because you don't like work out? Uh, I mean, I, I'd probably be faster if I didn't run wearing jeans. Uh, oh! By the way, welcome back, Felk. Yeah, I'm not dead. I got better. He's better. You got over those butt aids. Usain Bolt. His top speed is 28 miles per hour. So there's no way I can run 28 miles per hour. <laughs> or maybe you can. No. Did you just guess how fast you could run way over? (laughs) If Ballard's 18, I'll put myself at 23. By the way, Usain Bolt does not run 28 miles per hour. Tom Cruise is the fastest man on Earth. Google says perhaps we can run 40 miles per hour. It just hasn't been done yet. That's when we get all our fucking nanotechs and nanomachines and malwares and hardwares installed in our buttwares. Nanomachines. Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Got too many nanomachines inside me. That's how David Hader says it. It's killing me. All right, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, Live from Cool Boys Central. Get the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks. Rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Got the young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. Ice cool boy. Greetings, cool boy nation, and welcome to a super special installment of the Cool Boys podcast, The Book of Felk, Chapter 3, The Sexual Felk Rises. Wipe till you bleed. I'm Felk. (laughs) And I'm Ballard. And I'm Noli. I guess we don't have a cool name. No. Tonight's about stories serious stories but i'm wiped to you bleed yeah. Phil, are you wiped to you bleed too uh i'm not i try to wipe to the point where like you would bleed but then you know hedge it back just a little bit so you don't actually have a bleedy ass yeah that's a good if thing. you go back to morning routines you both apparently wipe till you bleed i definitely have yeah many times well i think we've all have it's a solid mantra then you try to wipe the blood away and it just it keeps coming no tim no <laughs> Why would you yell no to me? <laughs> you guys want to hear something horrible? So, this, and I'm sure you know when my daughter grows up, she'll appreciate this some more. Um, Mr. Hammond, one time I when think she we're was back a little, little, little tiny baby, <laughs> I was wiping her ass, and like after I would wipe her ass with a little, like you know, we didn't use a uh, uh, why do we talk about this or on moist, this? moist naps or anything? We used little cotton swabs. We got wet with water, and after I'd wipe her little ass. Like oh, a little God. asshole, it would start shitting out again. <laughs> and then I'd wipe her asshole, and it would start shitting out again. And I did this like 48 times. And by the 48th time, I had been broken down, and I had my wife completely come over and like help me finish it because I couldn't do it anymore. It was like it was like torture. It was like uh, Chinese water torture, except it was little girl pooping torture. Jesus Christ. As the non-parent of this group and the, the one who, you know, I expect parents to be like, oh, it's so great. You should have kids. It's so great. You guys don't try to sell me on it at all. You make it sound awful. I won't sell anything, but I mean, God, how many fucking butt wiping stories do you have to hear from Ballard? That was like the 10th one. There's a lot of them. Yeah, well, they're fun. Um, I, I would I would say, yeah, never, never try to sell kids on anyone. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. It's not fair. I mean, the idea of having them not literally selling kids like they do in probably like Tibet. Uh, any, <laughs> a, any of it. Any of it. I say don't do any of it unless you come from a country where it's OK, I guess. What, to sell them? I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> if it's all right in your country. If your laws say, I am not one to judge how other cultures work. Hey, I mean, they make a good iPhone, right? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. so look, I got a question. Hold on. Greetings. He already did greetings. We'll be doing greetings again. No, I know. But what's he doing? What's, 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 I had a fan. You know what is wonderful about Felk is that, is his, is his apartment haunted? 
It could be. No, there's just a lot of electronics. I sold an iPad as my new bathroom TV. I used an old iPad and got an arm for it off Amazon today, and I got a bunch of cables. <laughs> it's fucking great. Now I can shit and watch. I got my Netflix. I got my Amazon Prime. Wait, but you're famous for shitting in under four minutes. When I have to. What shows are you watching in under four minutes? The, I, no, no, no. The reason why I can shit in four minutes is because ever so often I shit for 90 minutes. <laughs> what? what? Okay, explain. Nine out of ten shits. Under four minutes. The tenth shit is a sitting once a day, 90 minutes. Not on a, That's on average. It's not consistently like that. I'm just saying there's obviously a little bit that stays. And then you have that day where you're just like. Because you're not using the squatty potty. But you know what? I'm curious. What day do you do a 90 minute shit? Well, no, it's, it's not a set day. No, it, 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 it alternates. Oh. It's a Sunday oh. for sure. Okay. I, okay. I got a confession no. about shitting recently. So oh God. back when we did morning routines, I was uh, I was and I had been for a while a, a once a day shitter. But I am now and this happened like in the last month. I am now a shitter. I shit at seven. I finish by about seven forty five. Take the kids. to school, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Get back home about eight thirty and shit until about nine thirty. <laughs> it's that's, crazy. That's and almost it's like two, two hours of shitting. It's like, and it's two full shits. Each time is like two Full on shits. Yeah, Cool Boy Nation, trust me, Ballard has full on shits. <laughs> full on shits. Full on shits. Full on shits. Full Trippin on balls. shits. Full on shits. Full on shits. Trippin' balls. You know how I see, see, oh. see what happened just now? I, I knew you guys would go on forever, but I had to say something else that Ballard would also have to say. <laughs> that would have then break the cycle where he couldn't keep saying full of shit. He would have to say trippin' balls. It worked. It's a simple spell, but quite unbreakable. Hey, and, and I honestly think we should be doing Marvel episodes up until Endgame. I think there's endless Marvel conversations coming up. Yeah, uh... Not until in game. That's like late April. Uh, that's like two or three weeks for us. For honestly, like two or three episodes from now. Well, what do you want to talk about? You just did a whole episode about Marvel, talking about Captain Marvel, the most Dude, important we Marvel just, character. We could just we could just talk about Endgame speculation, honestly, for like three weeks. Wonderful. That always holds up well. Let's get back in this episode. Felk, so tonight is the conclusion of the Book of Felk. Is tonight the final chapter, or will there be spinoffs and uh, reboots and prequels? God damn, that's not up to me. Uh, do you want more? Like, do you really think that one more episode isn't enough of this? Because there well, could be. Okay, I, I guess without spoiling anything, and you should answer this yourself, Falcon, maybe not answer it for us. But <laughs> I mean, if this episode gets you caught up to present time, it does. Okay, well, then you there probably shouldn't be any spinoffs unless you have updated information. No, I have B-sides. There's a lot of shit I said I skipped oh, for time. Oh, shit. I'm doing a f chapter of my life per episode. I, I, wow, I, Felk, you spent a lot of time in the studio, huh? Just doing a lot of uh, recordings. <laughs> I, I did. And we'll get into that, that time and how it was spent pretty soon. Yeah, I think we should get into it now. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. Cool Boy Nation, pop your cocks. And drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. All right. Uh, I don't know if I even really want to do these anymore. This is going to be the last chapter. Before I even do this, have you guys, do you think this has been a net positive for our fucking podcast? Or are we just glad to get it over with? I'm not sure. I have been sitting here on bated breath, waiting for the finale. Ballard's very invested. If it wasn't for my love of the Christopher Nolan trilogy, I probably wouldn't bother with the third one. I'd just say, ah, that'll come out someday. Maybe never. So this is the conclusion. So this is the, the final uh, chapter. Perfect. Felk, are you happy you're doing this? Eh, this <laughs> one has a lot of times when I was unhappy because I'd broken up with someone and would end up just kind of like sad fucking. Uh, How is that? Huh? Don't spoil anything. This, these are like the teaser. The teaser trailer's happening right now. Yeah, it was a little, oh, yeah, that, yeah, was yeah. little that was yeah. the flash forward. And then it freeze frames. You're like, how did I get to here? <laughs> I've been wondering. We have to go back, Kate. All right. So recapping from where we left off in chapter two, mm -hmm. I just moved 
into a more trendy part. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, he's stopping you already. What is up with Noli's chair? He's in the wrong chair today. You're in the wrong chair for this episode. I am in the wrong chair. This is a conclusion. I'm alert. I'm, I'm ready to see the finale push through. And you're wearing pink oh. headphones. I just noticed that. Oh, they, they're carrying over from the Captain Marvel spoiler cast where I'm, I'm girl power. Girl power, so I guess baby. they're just going to carry over forever because it's probably the only headphones you have. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, okay, so I just moved to a more trendy part of Los Angeles. I reevaluated the relationship that I was currently in with a very sweet and not had not dated many people uh, type of girl uh, and went to a bar and met the MILF that ended the last episode and ended up breaking up with the uh, good girl just in time to clean consciously, have sex with that uh, crazy MILF who loved to come on her face. This felt me filled me with quite a bit of confidence that uh, the bar scene in the new area was going to be fucking very effective because first night out in a new area, checking out new bars like, holy shit, nailed one out of the park first night. However, things don't go as planned and the bars in this new area, maybe it's the, the, the location's different. Maybe it's just the times they are a changing. They're not as effective. I'm not getting numbers the way I w was after like a couple of weeks. Uh, it's, it's like what, maybe that one was just a fluke. Girls were no longer out in groups of two or three or even alone. It was groups of 10 with mixed guys. there. boyfriends. People weren't going to bars as much to fuck. I started noticing that just around this time. Um, I did go on one date that was significant. Others were, run of the mill. So the whole time I'm with this girl, pretty redhead does costumes for, for, for movies. She's like, uh, you know, I'm not sure about her compatibility. She's, she's very flirty with me and, and, and clear, but she's holding back something and I'm not sure what it is. She's got all these piercings like through her ears, like the, where you get the actual cartilage piercing stuff. And I'm just like, well, what, what are you, what are you not, you know, telling me what's, what's up with this? And she goes, okay, so see all these like piercings and stuff? People always uh, ask, like, oh, didn't it hurt? Did it hurt so much? And, and this isn't, keep in mind, the time is about 2012. This is during that so, so important uh, time between when I moved and, and when The Dark Knight Rises came out because everything was about that movie coming out. That just gives you context for where this was in the public consciousness. She says, okay, these piercings, they felt amazing. That was when I was I felt the best and I know what Fifty Shades of Grey is and I've heard the terminology of the kink world. And I go, oh, so are you a, a sub or uh, just like a full masochist? She's impressed. I know these words. Ooh, she's like, oh, my God. Well, you know more about this than I, than I expected you to. And I, I try to like play it cool, even though I literally have now exhausted my entire knowledge of that community or that world. I go, tell me about that. What 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 is it like? Well, she says, well, I go to kink clubs layers and typically i people want to play with me that's that's the term you, you ask somebody to play in the kink community typically older couples because she was a young in her 20s girl uh 26 or so let's say women are typically the uh the prize in those areas single women especially and it goes really well for her i try to fake that i know more about this stuff than i do but she says, like, all right, I'll take you to beginners, a, a, a starter's place, something to just give you an idea of what this is like. So she takes me to a club in, uh, in, in Hollywood, the real Hollywood, called Bar Sinister. Nolan, you know Los Angeles. Have you ever even heard of this club? No. It's right on Hollywood Boulevard. It's huge. And it's the place on Hollywood Boulevard where people are all dressed in black, wearing leather. But uh, what do you know about the key community at all? Ballard, last time I asked you this question, all you, you just talked for five minutes about how you put Fifty Shades of Grey in your iTunes collection as Fifty Shades of Gay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I you changed did. the poster art. I changed the poster art too. Yeah. To what? To say Fifty Shades of Gay. Ah, uh, you're incredible. Yeah. And you haven't watched the movie. Yeah. You've just ar archived it wrong. Yeah, and I actually, um, I think it uh, it was lost in my hard drive crash of uh, last year. <laughs> Oh, you have to remake Fifty Shades of Gay. It's fucking like four of those movies now. But the book was all that was out of time. 
uh, written by uh, Snow Queen Ice Dragon or whatever the fuck her name was. So I, I was just going off like what I'd read in articles trying to impress the girl. She took me to Bar Sinister. It's just a nightclub uh, that's that's goth. But the upstairs of it has kind of a little uh, S&M like layer, like a kink layer. They're not zoned even for nudity, so nobody can even get naked. They, you just have girls with pasties and, and thongs on getting spanked. And, and it's like roped off and it's like professional performance artists who come and do it. They get paid for the club, same as the go-go dancers. And you just kind of watch. So I'm like, okay, this girl's into spankings, whatever. I ask too many questions. I don't like seem cool enough. For one thing, I, I wore like... I didn't dress in black because <laughs> I didn't know that that was like a rule for the club. So I, 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 I stuck out like a sore thumb. I don't see this girl uh, again. Uh, I try a few more bars and I'm kind of disillusioned. My regular bar buddy, cool boy, Corey, <laughs> nice. stops even wanting to go out to uh, out to bars. He's just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of it's it's like it's different now. So I. I didn't know what, what was what was going on. Turns out what was going on, this is how I learned from all my single friends, including eventually Corey, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, the world had changed. And it's time we change with it, to quote every fucking third Marvel movie. The world has changed in a lot of Marvel movies. Is it really? It's in Black Panther. The world is changing. The most recent uh, Infinity War trailer, I think. Endgame. The world has changed. So, yeah, it's like in every trailer, too. Yeah. Uh, the world has changed. The world's changing. It's time we change, too. Uh, it, so, yeah, the world changed. People have moved on to dating online. Online dating is now the new uh, gold standard. This is how people are doing it. And you guys have never online dated before. That's correct. Okay. I don't really know how to articulate it to it to you guys. Uh, also, just to preface, like, it doesn't make for as good of stories as going to a bar and meeting a girl that turns into, like, three girls or whatever. It, it, it's you meet up with someone, have a few drinks, and either fuck or don't fuck. It's routine. And I did this for a while, and... Uh, the first girl, I actually didn't realize this was like weird, but I widened my matches out like so far that I ended up having to drive out to like Ventura. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first girl I dated is I'm just going to go ahead and say she was the the best I've met with online dating. And I mean, I just saw her recently and uh, she's someone who's still in my life and is important. But after things didn't work out between us just because of the distance and a few personal things. I, I just kind of went on a, a little rampage on the online world and uh, found that everything was a caveat. And I put down here, I don't know why I've actually even wanted to mention her, but there's a girl who looks exactly like Emma Stone who I had sex with, but she was like a fat Emma Stone. It's kind of like... How fat? Uh, fatter than you'd be comfortable having sex with Nolan. <laughs> okay. Uh, but exactly like her. But in big tits. And it's just like it's like oh. the genie's fucking, you know, the it's the monkey's paw where you, you, you know, you wish for a, a fucking Ferrari, but then you have to you can't ever stop driving the Ferrari and you have to live in it or something like that. Turkey's a little dry. The turkey's a little dry. Oh, bow the cursed thing. What demon from the depths of hell created thee? So it's always like a really hot girl who wants to fuck and have anal sex. But she's on her period, and you got to look at her tampon string the entire time you're fucking Ugh. her in the ass. Ugh. That was during the... I wrote down specifically that that was while I watched the Olympics opening ceremony for the <laughs> 2012 fucking Sochi Winter Olympics, or, or whatever year that was, 2014. The best Sochi. opening ceremony. It was pretty good. <laughs> I, it was right over the... So she... Yonder? I didn't, I, I, didn't have, I didn't have this little entryway hutch, whatever those are called, console tables. She was bent over the couch while the Olympics were there, and I was fucking her in the ass, trying to not look at her tampon string. Phil, I'm amazed because like nothing about that room there says like, dude, fuck me in the ass right now. Like, how do you pull this off? Uh, well, I turned the lighting down. If you went to your bedroom, like maybe I, I, I don't know, but like you just, hey, we're in our living room. The TV's on. The Olympic ceremony's happening right now. Let's just fuck in the ass. She wanted to see it. She wanted. She she, she wanted oh. to be able to watch it while she got fucked. 
Okay. She was really into the Olympics and, and wanted to make it was like very clear that we could watch the Olympics while we had sex. Okay. Nice. Uh, I met a uh, <laughs> traditional. I fucked a Filipino chick and then it, fa- it later found out that she was going through a she was a MILF who just wanted to have sex with me and uh, later found out she was going through a divorce and it arranged me to be fucking her while her ex-husband came over to drop off uh, alimony payments. What? Wait, this happened? Yeah. And uh, she, she, she's like, I wanted him to see uh, see you. I want, I, I want him to see you. You're like, I can't do a good Filipino accent. No, it's perfect. Uh, nor, nor should I try a racist accent. But she, she's like, I wanted, you know, she, she wanted to show off the fact that she's fucking 30-something-year-old uh, white guys. Uh, immediately during the divorce in the house that he's paying uh, for. And, uh, you know, oh, I, I was like, okay, well, I'm leaving here and never talking to you again. But then she called me on the phone and, and, and told me that her and uh, four of her <laughs> fucking friends were all female, were having a party, and that I should come over. And um, I had sex with all of them in her backyard. It was so fucking cold, what? though. All of them? Yeah. In a cold backyard? A lot of them were probably married. There were Filipino women in their fucking late forties, early fifties. Oh my goodness, was any some of them, them were pretty attractive? They were. Oh yeah, no, they had all had fucking. They had. A, they were all like alimony bitches. They all had fucking surgery. I mean, you can see the tummy tuck scars. You can see the fucking uh, scars underneath their tits from when they had them done. But they they yeah. had been plastic surgeried up the fucking by the best doctors in the Philippines. Yeah, and if there's anything I know about Filipino women and Asians in general, is they don't really age. They age. I mean, they all yeah. were pretty. It was only when you grab every one of their asses looks pretty good, and then you grab it, and it's like it deflates. There's like, <laughs> there's like no like because they didn't have in- butt injections, I guess. They just had their mm. tits and faces and tummies. Wait, go back to when the guy came in and caught you. Like, did anything happen with that? Uh, no, I just a, a, an angry Filipino man uh, looked at me while I uh, while I walked out of her uh, place. Uh, oh, so as he didn't he catch you up. like naked or anything? Or anything no, no, like he didn't. No, 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 no. She she just wanted to make sure I I stayed. So I was going to leave, and she kept me there because she wanted me to stay. And I didn't find out why until after I saw a, a Filipino man come by, and then she told me on the phone who that that was her that was her fucking ex husband that she wanted him nice. to see. And I was like, wow. okay, this bitch is crazy. I'm not calling her again until she called me with. Uh, Telling me to come over, there's like fucking four women over at her place. Yeah, now back to the party. Now, who do you decide to come in? Do you come with the girl you came, I came with? I came in the mouth of the the, the one who uh, wow. brought came me. Came in her mouth. Nice. Yeah. Ballot would not approve. No. You, want see, you want to see pictures? This is sure, yeah. You took pictures of the party. Pictures oh, of nice. your load in her mouth? No, no. I just have pictures she sent me. Nice. This might take me a second to find. These are pictures of her with her your load in her mouth. Is that what no, we're about to see? Picture, no, he said pictures just of her. Not of his load in her mouth. I don't care. I don't need to see her unless it's got a load in her mouth. Felk, were you worried about presenting in the cold? A little bit. This is what she looks like. All right. I can see. I see the boobs. I see that she's it's older. It's like but... so blurry. I could barely tell. Like, like she could have been 98 and I would have no idea. Here's a picture of her tits taken the night of the so-called wow. Those are perfect. Her tits are like at least like 26. They're amazing. Oh, they're like 22. Those are amazing tits. She had well, no, she has the typical uh, long nipple of the Asian woman. Oh, Jesus. yeah, sausages, little sausages to suck on. Jesus Christ. See, and then you see like a nice-ish looking ass, right? That looks okay. Yeah, grab it and it just falls apart. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, kinky. You know, she's got a nice physique for an older woman. I'm digging it. Anyways, I had she not brought me over to that part that night. Because uh, they were all the reason why it was cold. And they we were all so looked like that. They, they were, all had bodies like that. Well, we were all in their hot tub. She had a hot tub. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, by the way, being naked in a hot tub with four of the well at at the max, I think there was only four in the tub at any time. Pretty good. And then you came in one of them. Did you get blowjobs from all of them? So there was four girls other than her that night. But total, according to my list, I only have four girls listed. So I did not. There was one there I did not fuck. I had a little bit of trouble telling two of them, or at least two or three of them apart. So yeah. Well, what was all about the girl? She, she was married and she didn't. She wasn't feeling it. Dude, they weren't speaking English most of the time, so I don't really know exactly what was going on. Wait, what? They would say something to each other in a in whatever they speak, and one would just move towards me and, and blow me. Like I didn't fucking run game on them at all. Yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Quick question. <laughs> you did it, but Ballard did. This happens every episode. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, 
Damn it. Oh, I had a real, oh yeah, quick question. Yeah? Did they like your asshole? No. No, no, yes, yes, yes. The the what the fuck is her name? Um the main girl. The one that brought me did. Absolutely loved eating my asshole. In fact, oh my God. one night we were we were uh, fucking she specifically had me you know on my belly to uh give me a massage and used had like flavored j- gel and put that on my ass like a like flavored what? sex gel and and this, so so my ass was smelling like fucking raspberries while she's <laughs> going into it ballard correct me if i'm wrong but this like ass eating epidemic seems to have happened after we settled down it, de- it, de- it definitely did. That did not sure. exist at all in my day. Well, yeah, look at porn. Look at porn no. before, like, 2011, all right? Or, yeah. Or basically, no. you know, like, right around that time, there was very little rib jobs. It was just the dirty girls. And then after that, all the new porn stars would come out, like, after, like, 2014, the first scene they do, they're licking fucking Ryan, yeah, it's Gos- Ryan now. Gosling's ass. Oh, God, it's it's expected now, like anal. Yeah, no, and and... Piss is the new fucking dirty thing that, you, that only the fucking dirty girls do. I'm not ready for that. Because that's coming up way up. Well, try doing it in real life. That'll look into that. <laughs> so I dated a lot uh, online and fucked quite a bit of women using uh, OkCupid and Plenty of Fish. But one side... Which one did uh, you like the most? Uh, it, 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 cha- it changes like every update. One site up make, make, tries to do a new thing, and then it's not as good. Tinder got useless after they fucking required you to link it to a Facebook account. I'm like, I don't, I don't not my 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 fucking sex sexy photos aren't going to be on fucking Facebook. The less Facebook integration, the better. Which currently puts OkCupid in the best. Really? After fucking around for a while and realizing, okay, now I have an endless buffet. So where does this this lead me? You know, I could I could just start dating for a relationship. I kind of blew past the fact that there was a six-month relationship uh, between the bars and the online dating. That kind of where I just like I actually kind of thought like this girl had potential, and I started not wanting to be in that situation. I wanted to not. When you have that many options, it's like people who talk about how online dating is like a plague or it's like a problem is because like when you go to a, a grocery store and it has fucking two types of mustard, you'll, you'll pick one of the types of mustard and just buy that mustard for the rest of your life and be cool with it. But when they have fucking 150 types of mustard, you're going to end up buying different mustard each week and not want to commit to one type of mustard. It's the same thing with online dating. There's so many fucking options. It's like, how, why would I ever settle down when I can always fuck a new person? But there was an evolution. There was arise from this chaos and, and mediocrity of online dating. And that came in the uh, form of a second girl who told me before I met her up with her that, you know, are you, you have, you, she says it in her profile, like you need to know, you need to be in the King community. You need to, to be part of this world and everything. And I, I message the way I, I do it is I message 50 girls at once and see who responds anyways. And this one responded to me, even though I didn't have any of that in my profile. And I just kind of said, like, no, but I'm interested in it. And he's the catch. So everybody who's already in that world says, oh, you, you, you need to already be in that world to date me. Well, then how is somebody supposed to be new and, 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 and learn? Won't you be my guide? And she said, <laughs> OK, I'll show you. We meet for, for drinks. Uh-huh. She, she says, OK. I want to take you to a BDSM lair for an orientation night. I'm like, fuck yeah. I think I'm going to be spanking girls' asses on the first night. Um, but what ends up happening is I sit for about three to four hours and with people with notes and listen to lectures about uh, how it's all female empowering and about the responsibilities and the subdom relationship and what entering into a subdom relationship means. It was, it's fucking school for four hours. And I, at this point, lose any interest in dating the girl I was with because she's like, this is all important. You have to learn. You have, to, you have so much to learn. So much to learn. I'm just like, when this fucking spanking is going to start and all that shit. That doesn't happen. But... I meet another girl who tells me to come back to another night. And I'm thinking like, oh, I can fuck this girl. I eventually ended up. Yes, I did. Uh, But I come back and I kind of get like 
it's like a meet and greet and I get like ev- evaluated. Basically, there was other guys there and a bunch of older women. Oh, no. And you just talk to them and you kind of like they just making sure that you're cool, that you're not uh, a messed up person who will do messed up things if given the authority of a, a man in a, you know, at a kink party. Wow. I passed the test. Nice. As you should. They give me a card and they say, you know, come back anytime. There's membership fees and all that kind of stuff. What? I don't I never membership up. I, I just pay the the uh the it's cover like charge. The cover charge. And uh yeah. Well, rest in peace, Blockbuster. I hear it died going fifty five. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, was Blockbuster doing huge loads of coke? Off of uh, hooker buttholes as well? I believe it, man. With all those fucking VHS tapes, there's got to be some weird shit going on in the back room. Just right off the side of the five. Back, back left corner. Fiery fireball. Back left corner crash. Have either of you uh, heard of uh, FetLife? No. It's like MySpace or Facebook for kink people. Mm. Anyways. Here, Blockbuster has a huge dick. I'm told to join that because most people like to... Uh, <laughs> Most people like to give out that information as a way to connect. I join up and I start coming. And this is the part I've la- labeled Felk Rises because, yes, this is where I did beat porn stars who I got to be intimate with. I've told you the names of some of them uh, that I've seen in person. I'm not going to say those names again. Sure. At this point, I now have between online dating and a place I can go and pretty much very quickly meet a girl to have sex with. I'm in a pretty good place. Now, we have to go into what the, the the whole kink thing is because this is not something I do anymore and was never really for me. And I, I had to find out kind of the hard way that, like, I, I, I just I, I just like the, the only thing I liked about it. I didn't actually like any of the actual S&M stuff. I mean, spanking a girl's fun and being dominant sexually is fun. But they take it to well, some people take it like really far where they're like they're, they're doing play scenarios where like girls get spanked so hard they're like bruised and like i'm not comfortable doing that yeah uh so i was always keeping everything there at an arm's length and just seeing it as a a way to meet girls but here here's the what appealed to me about it was the frankness of the dialogue uh and a lot of you know what's going on in the world today is is about the vagueness of consent well in the kink community there's no vagueness it's before you ever even have any kind of sexual contact contact you you will you will have a nice discussion about what somebody wants to do with you whether or not they're, what they're cool with you, you find out everybody's likes dislikes the catch is is that you enter in that conversation very naturally so basically after talking to a woman for five minutes you can just say so if we were having sex like what would be cool what what are your safe words what are, what, are you, what are your likes what are your dislikes Insects. You can bring the conversation to that very quickly once you're in a community that uh, accepts that that is like part of their 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 life and lifestyle. So you can understand how that, you know, with the vagueness taken out was I adapted pretty well to that world very quickly, even though I wasn't 100 percent on uh, the actual. I'm not a sadist. I'm not I'm not even like what actually would classify as a dom, although that was the way I played and the way I entered those scenarios. Uh, have either of you even seen Fifty Shades of Grey? Nope. I've seen Fifty Shades of Gay. Okay. No. That was helpful. <laughs> Glad you guys have done your research. No, honestly, kinky stuff, like, I'm just, I'm not really into. I don't want to wear, like, costumes. I don't want to be chained up. I don't want my nipples clamped. I don't want my nipple blades to be exposed. I just don't want anything touching my nipples. I don't want anything touching my assholes. I don't want to be spanked. I don't want to be slammed i just don't like kinky stuff you don't want somebody touching your nipples during sex is that a joke not clamping them clamping them okay so you're not a sub sure but there's there's several sides of 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 that lifestyle that are appealing do you like spanking a girl i'm not gonna this isn't about me folk this is about you okay i don't mind that level of it and i but i don't i definitely don't like uh spanking so hard that they is it also, I don't I don't ever see myself physically like hurting a girl, even if I know she's OK with it. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it. Yes, like I mean, how you said, you would be shocked with what some girls want you to do. Yeah, like, no, I wouldn't be down with that. I'd feel weird. 
and that was the, that was exactly where I was. Where like I, I like the frankness of the the ability to just have like open conversations where you just start talking about sex as a way of getting to know somebody. Because why like why not bring that up after like movies and music you fucking like. It's, it's going to be a factor. Like, why not let that be something out in the open? But I never liked the actual parts where some girls really wanted to be physical, like experience physical pain because their brains associate that with pleasure. I just never was comfortable actually doing that to girls, which is why I was always at arm's length. But even with that, even with me, not like what a girl like just wanted to fuck me so bad, but she really wanted to be um, whipped like I was like, I don't know how to do that, and I'm not really comfortable doing that. So she arranged another guy to teach me demoing her, whipping her. And every time demoing. I was like, what? I don't want, I don't want to. She, she's like, you need to do it harder than that. You need to do it harder than that. And I'm like, I don't want to do it harder than that. That feels wrong to me. So I missed out on fucking that girl because like I couldn't, you know, give her what she really wanted. And did you ever get whipped? No. So if you go from being as a man or as a woman, go from being dominant to submissive, that's called a switch. Somebody who does that back and forth is called a switch. I was not a switch. I definitely knew, even though I was not comfortable like uh, caning a girl, I was 100% clear that I did not want to be tied up and have my balls caned. So yeah. I, was, I was pretty uh, pretty clear about that. So I, What did I, you like to have done to you? What? What did you enjoy having done to you? Oh, stuff like I liked having my penis sucked. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like you went to a geek place. So what was it that you got out of it? (laughs) Having my dick. Well, having my dick sucked was pretty good. I know, I get it, but you can get your dick sucked probably a lot of other places. What was, what was the kink part that you enjoyed? I'm asking. That's all. The conversation. Where you could Literally, just ask a girl, "Hey, you said that you want to see my cock." Sure, if that was just part of your your thought process, but like you did mention that, okay, so that was literally it. That really was it. I definitely don't like wearing all black. <laughs> I I would say, Phil, that's something that I I I can connect with. That the the communication is something that I feel like it's missing, and I would benefit from people having more frank communication. Well, I mean, and, and especially just, when I was dating and the fact that I was kind of exceeding in that world, I'd have, mm-hmm. you know, again, there it was way always outnumbered men to women. And yet women would ask me to be like dominating for them, even though I didn't know shit. And I was a learner just because, well, can you guess why I think I, I exceeded? Because you're on the spectrum. It's because no, it's well, that part because I was used because you, you had butt aids. Because I well, partly because I was very used or very uh, easily adapting to those kind of frank conversations, but also because when I say bend over, put your hands behind your back, legs apart, it sounds like that. Now, imagine Ballard saying those same things to uh, a girl in front of people. Ballard, say it. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't remember what Phil just said. <laughs> Bend over. Bend over. Put your hands behind your back. Put your hands Bend back. over. Put your hands behind your back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that was what I was competing with. Girls loved – girls who were subs loved the way I would say things. Yeah. And, felt, and, uh, I, even I though I didn't usually know what to tell them to do. Yeah. Is if I told them to do anything, it got them so fucking wet. It was incredible. Now, since I, you were my, dumb, did you ever just grab, like, their face and shove it into your butthole and say, like – Oh, take that. I have. Oh, yes, I have. I've done, that, I've done that quite a few times to girls who, after asking, before we even began, what are your feelings on rim jobs? Of course, a lot of them just put that on their fucking FetLife pages. Rim jobs. Like them, love them, hate them, love everything about them. Those are the options. Uh, and if a girl had love everything about them, I would just verify before we started. And I, Yeah, when, this, when the moment struck me, it happened more than once. So I would just, okay, now you <laughs> That's incredible to me, just shoving a girl's face in your butthole. I would never do that. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Valor's shot. Valor's at a loss for words. This is a lot of information to take in this episode. I'm pretty fucking overwhelmed. And just through happenstance, I, I, I got, uh, I reached out to an ex-girlfriend of, of mine. Uh, and we ended up kind of sort of dating for like uh, five months. And this is the time when some other stuff happens that just kind of puts me into probably the closest thing I've had to a midlife crisis. Uh, 
I've got to find out that a relationship that could have worked definitely isn't going to work. And I uh, end up going to a party with a girl who introduces me to, uh, I'm, I just wrote it down as the woman, which is a uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle reference. And that of all the women, I'm going to give the woman. <laughs> I can't say too much about her. And she was, she was a switch. <gasps> she was a dom, she was a dom. She was a very popular and well-known dominatrix in the Los Angeles kink community. Uh, she was in her late forties because this woman had been in kink and the Los Angeles just sex for fun world since like probably the eighties, maybe the nineties, at least the nineties. Oh, so she's old. And she was almost fifty. Oh, and if she's white, we know that's that's past. I prime. had just put my toes <laughs> into this world and knew it wasn't for me, and yet, uh, yeah, she was white, uh, and yet uh, <laughs> this woman was. A master, like an old hand, a master of it. Someone who knew everyone and had so many girls who were submissive to her. She had actual subs. They they use the term slaves, but it doesn't mean slave. Like it's it's a willing slave. It's like a willing sex slave. It's like part of their uh, their whole their whole world. I mean, I, even that first girl I dated, uh, she I, I didn't mention the, the, that very first kink girl, the one who I found out about all this through. Uh, she had just been in a relationship with a couple who was much, who was older, like a married couple. She was their sub and lived with them. This is the kind of stuff that people in this community do. They, they, a married couple will have a younger woman who stays with them, who's their submissive. This woman had been in such relationships. Because of my voice, because of my it's voice. charm that night, and my general demeanor, we had the weirdest, dirtiest sex that I've ever had that she came home with me. I actually kind of she actually ended up staying at my place for about three weeks. The woman she brought over every one of her subs to meet me. And I had sex with pretty much all of them. Uh, this is the girl. This is the first night. This is the first time I ever pissed on a girl. She requested that she kept pushing me to, to uh. find her limit. I don't and like in terms of pain, like in terms of like spanking her and you know slapping her tits and stuff, I wasn't comfortable doing that. So I had to do something that like I knew wouldn't actually hurt her, but also would be you know sexual, and and uh, tried to piss on her. And at which point I, I was like, none of this, none of this doesn't happen. None of this happens if if you're uncomfortable. Like, because like before I did it, I was like, I I I should ask to make sure she knows what's about to happen. And she just looked at me like, I think it's so cute that you think that this could possibly scare me. I ended up pissing on her and another girl she brought over. Uh, this is where I had, you know, the whole making out with a girl while fucking a girl on the ass while another girl licks my ass. Uh, nice. This is also wow. the girl I fucked in the ass who my dick came out covered in shit. Uh, but it was on a condom. And Oh, wait. Is this the one that's like practically where you're sitting? Yeah, it's right, right here. Yeah, it's right, right I mean, there. There would be a poop stain. It could have dropped right there. Yeah, Phil, you fuck a lot of women, like, out in your kitchen area, in your living room. Like, Everywhere. Everywhere. Everything. Everywhere. I like that. Yeah. Felk, Felk, and then you took it over to your kitchen sink, right, and emptied it in your kitchen sink? You no, she took the condom off me, and she got her nails between the condom and my dicks. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the the woman uh, got my uh, her nails between my condom and the dick so well that she stretched it out inverted it, tied it off, and threw it in the trash. And then the girl who I was fucking the ass is like, I need to use your bathroom. Presumably shit. It was ready for more ass sex. Oh. What? So she, you know she pooped? You know she pooped? Well, I have to imagine that's what she was doing in there. She was in the bathroom. Oh. Did smell. Oh, and then she was ready for more ass sex? You did that? You didn't even like, have her like, bleach it out? Yeah. No, bleach your asshole? <laughs> yeah, it's your place. You're doing all sorts of other weird shit at your place. You can at least bleach your asshole. Courtesy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you, how do, how do I come back from this, man? How, how do I, I'm not even on script here. I'm fucking asking you, like, when I think about having missionary sex with one woman for the rest of my life, I'm just like, so at what point do I get fucking so depressed? I don't think you can. You're a celebrity now. They, they their relationships last six months max. You get bored. You would get bored, Phil. This is like you know like when you assume that like oh of course George Clooney and Will Smith have like fucking 
sucked each other off 69 style because like yeah. you get so bored i think i think one day though you get so bored of all that that you have to like the fucking golden goose egg is settling down with a woman uh you, you fuck too much you fuck the hottest men you can't fuck anything hotter after six months this woman was requesting the hardcore bdsm stuff and i wasn't comfortable doing that and at that point i i, I flat out told her like i I'm not meant for this. I, I can't keep up. Even though it was so hard to like sever that tie, knowing that I would be kind of severing my ties to that whole world. I, I, I did. And, and uh, at this point, uh, I, I kind of reconnected with uh, an ex-girlfriend, that, that same ex-girlfriend, then another one, and, and was in short relationships for, for a while, dated a new girl. Briefly found a girl who I thought maybe could potentially satisfy both my needs, knowing what I now know. um, I fucked uh, three women in total who have cut my hair. Um, Have either of you ever fucked a hairstylist that cut your hair? No. Pretty cool. You you talk about your hairstylist. You fuck all of them. You fuck. I fuck three of them. David. No, I never fucked David because he was a man, <laughs> and he died of AIDS. Rest in peace, David. Um, You're the biggest dick. But yeah, no. After this, this is so good. I, I I went on a I went back to the old school and just started asking out girls in places like malls, and uh, asking out the girl who cut my hair, and dated her for a while. Just and like I, Mission Impossible. I dated a. Uh, no, she wasn't Chilean. She was Colombian. Um, a Colombian chick who I've, I've shown you photos of, uh, I think, in the past. And, and uh, she was bisexual, had tattoos all over, had purple hair. She was mm-hmm. so, like, not at all my type. And um, she actually specifically said to me, like, us fucking seemed wrong because it's like, it's like, does James Bond ever fuck Nicki Minaj? And I'm like, I'll see that movie. I hope so. Because she had like a Nicki Minaj thing going on. But she was bi. And we did have a threesome with a friend of hers. That was pretty good. Uh, but after a while, she decided she didn't like the shit she was getting. This is this is the reason she gave me uh, for dating a white boy from her fucking, you know, her essays. Um, yeah. Look at that gorgeous man. Uh, so I, I went back. I don't know how Buck's going to incorporate that. He's just going to cut that out. I was getting free <laughs> haircuts, too, from her, so that was also pretty pretty convenient. Uh, I didn't know that set. And then I started going back to uh, online dating mixed with just it's a sad. stable of girls. I know. I mean, obviously, I have a shit ton of numbers, but uh, it's, it's always actually well, easier to get a new... Monday, Tuesday, happy days. A new Wednesday, fuck. Thursday, happy days. What about happy days? Friday days. Why are you singing Saturday the happy days theme days, song? Sundays. Happy Why are you singing days. the happy days theme song? Because yeah. you, you have so many stables of women. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got one for every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I don't, is that what that song meant? <laughs> I, 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 I think Dollar's yes. World it did. The song's about fawns and how we had women for every day. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking. So I, I skipped over a couple things because I wasn't looking at my fucking list too very, very long. Uh, the pickup artist shit got useless in like 2013, and every, basically, if you tried any of it, a girl would immediately fucking tell you like what you were doing. Uh, so you would just end up talking about how it doesn't work anymore and trying to Perfect. salvage the situation. So you know. Billy uh, rolling in his grave. That shit went mainstream and got destroyed pretty much, and you had to start from scratch. And uh, I, I'm back to you know online world and, and the uh, girls I've met in the time. And I don't know where the next chapter of Felk leads, but um, maybe in a five years we'll do another one of these. And maybe this podcast gets you some sweet pot ass. Oh, pot ass is the best. Possibly. Or no, because it hasn't yet, and it probably won't. You guys are just fucking texting John Travolta That's all Nolan. That's all Nolan. <laughs> um, all right, this is it. We're done with the Book of Felk. Wait, that's a weak ending to go yeah. out on. Finish it, like, finish it. You guys oh, were on your fucking phone the entire time, and then, then switched to, to texting me back and forth. John Travolta. Finish you your last eulogy. Finish the last. Finish that last story. I was trying to not talk over you the whole time like I did last time. That's fine. We're done. <laughs> well, that was the wait, fucking wait, wait, best. Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, I feel like I feel like we can't just end without 
nobody discussing all of this into some detail, like like the whole three acts. I don't think we have to get into it like massively, but like for thirty <laughs> minutes. But we should talk about it. I, so I, Falc- I, yeah, contribute a little bit more. Yeah, because like ask you some questions by all means. Yeah, I was gonna. I was. I, I was just about to. Please, thank you. I appreciate. So. It. Is there a period that you appreciated more in, in your time swinging? Uh, obviously, you know, probably Book of Felk Part 1 wasn't necessarily the best. But, like, <laughs> like what was, like, like what I mean, like, honestly, when I look back at, like, just the way I got to where I am in life, and my, my, my Book of Ballard is not really sexual at all. It's really kind of annoying. It's about someone who liked to edit, and you like to edit a lot. What? That, that's about it. The Book of Ballard's kind of lame. I was editing during all of this, but... <laughs> So, but yeah, but I didn't go on sexual escapades. I just continued to edit when people were doing that stuff. Anyways, that being said, um, I I look back at like school and when I like hated it now. Then I look back at it more fondly now, and I'm happy that I went through all the trials and tribulations, had all my ebbs and flows, my ups and downs, peaks and valleys, all that shit, right? So that I can be where I am today. Do you look back at any of this and enjoy anything specifically, or like kind of have a fondness for? The time, yes, the time it was the first half of Book of Felt 2, like that time when bars were still full of people who were looking to get fucked uh, and fuck and all the pickup artist shit worked, but nobody knew about it. That was a fun time. Like that was a because you were you were fucking girls, you know, still like 38 to a fucking 24 year old boy. Fucking a 38 year old woman is still great. And that was a time when like the the women I was having sex with were more adventurous than I was. Yeah. Okay, folks. So when you have a one night stand versus when you're kind of like have a girl you like, you're not dating them, but they're on your stable. Yeah. Right? Or your stable. Excuse yeah. me. Um, or, you know, a girl that you were dating and considered your girlfriend. Yeah. What were your favorite positions for all three of those types? Doggies, so like, what's your best one night st- stand position? What's your best dating position? And what's your best girlfriend position? Uh, I guess girlfriend position would be that lazy uh, spooning side coitus. You love calling it side coitus. I don't know who calls it. <laughs> I call it Everyone side Everyone calls it side coitus. Spooning is actually the official term. Spooning is what you do with clothes on. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, that position in the morning with a girlfriend where you don't even have to ask. You can just kind of rub your dick against her and she rubs her ass against you and you know it's going to happen. Hot dog. No condom because um, it's a relationship. That's the best. Uh, but one night stand, it's, it's fucking having her bent over something uh, in, in in a standing position fucking her. That's hot. Yeah. And, and, then, and then just dating somebody, kind of like keeping a girl in your stable. What's your favorite position with that? Probably one of those two. No, really? I would have been like cowgirl. I was just thinking you were going to say cowgirl. Cowgirl's like pretty that. pretty, pretty good, but here's the problem with cowgirls. A lot of girls are fat. Oh. Cowgirl fucking. So wait, are they too sensitive to do cowgirl? Is that the problem? No, they're too heavy to do cowgirl. Oh. Okay. It crushes your, do it there, your pelvis has a lot of fucking pressure on it. <laughs> okay. Felk Ballard, if there's one thing we've learned, Felk loves girls who have a little bit of give and take. Not too much. A little bit of chub, a little bit of rolls. Not too much. Yeah. All righty. Um, any other questions I have? Uh, I've texted you my limit. Yeah. What do you like to fuck the most when it comes to like age? Oh, uh, 38 women, is the best. 38, 38 is the best fuck age. Yeah. Because everything hasn't quite sagged. It's probably the like, the average age of uh, the first cosmetic surgery is 36 for women in America. So 38 is right at that age where they just got their tits did. But they haven't like start start to uh, to like where like the tit kind of starting to sag because they've either gained and or lost weight since they've gotten the surgery. So like they don't quite the the bags don't quite fit inside what this where the skin's at. Usually you get fresh fake titties at thirty eight. Nice. Best advice for online dating. Just be like fucking spam and just blast out a hundred uh, emails, a hundred texts or messages, likes don't even f- just swipe right. Don't even fucking look at it. Just, just keep swiping. J- just cast a wide net and see what you get. Coke um, loves that wide net. Keep there. There's, there's guys. And I know some who will peruse 200 girls, 
find one girl that they really, really like, write a fucking 16 page email to her and then get angry at her for not responding. And it's like, no, you just need text hi to a thousand girls. And really? see which okay. one responds. I'm sure that's actually good advice to somebody out there. Yeah. Just um, hi, just hi. Yeah, a little so bit more. Hi, high numbers. Happy high Wednesday, quantity. bitch. Uh, okay. So what did Damn it say to us? What did Damn it say? Uh, a lot of those guys just say hi. You can't fucking compare Grinder to to get, trying to get girls. Uh, that's true. We talked about that on our Grinder episode. Um, I guess uh, one other question I have is, um, what would you prefer? Clicking on a girl on an online service and seeing who shows up at your door and it's like not the same. But I'm gonna get laid. Or going to a bar, bar. and seeing a hottie and and just attempting to try to get that, not knowing what you'll get. Here's the catch: is that no, no, it's the opposite because with a bar, you know what you're getting because you actually saw it in person. Uh, photos are incredibly deceptive. Um, you you get a photo of a girl, it it rarely matches what you see in person. It's usually much much better. Uh, it is a uh, okay, in the photo in real life. In the photo, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, no, it, it's the difference between what you see at the end of a fucking Carl's Junior ad and what you get when you go to fucking Carl's Junior. Okay, that makes sense. Um, would you marry a woman? Granted, you have issues with marrying a woman in first eh, place. Okay, I can marry. But would you marry a woman? You don't know. Who liked getting her asshole licked and liked licking your asshole? I almost have. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. So would you would you marry a woman who would lick the shit off of your condom? No, I didn't ask for that, nor did I want that. I wanted the condom off me and thrown in the trash. And Phil, would you marry a woman who wanted to fuck other guys? That's a big question. Uh, <gasps> no. Because, well, obviously, I, I'd be cool in a relationship if a, a girl was cool with me having sex with other girls. Uh, yeah, I uh, think every guy would be. Yeah, but I've actually almost done that. Um, unless the girl is, like, bisexual to the point where she really is okay with that almost double standard of, like, we can only fuck other people together and they can only be women because we're both attracted to women. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a hard ask you're asking a lot from the universe because I've been in those scenarios and they are hard to grasp hold of. And the, the woman that I mentioned, you know, that that was the only time where anyone, any modern feminist who says that there is no difference between the sex drive of men and the sex drive of women is a fucking lying psychopath. Uh, men are willing to fuck pretty much any women, any woman within their sexual attractive range within minutes of meeting them. If they don't have like a, you know, a relationship that they're in or something like that. They're, they're down. Sure. Good to I can go. see that. Sure. And women are not, but there are women who have the sexual draw, have sex drives well past that of the average man. It, you know, sex drives where they're always horny and need to be fucking constantly. And I've only met like a handful and. Okay. Quick question. Exist. Quick question about they that. Exist. Quick question about that. Do you find, and now when I was dating, I would say, I found one of these answers to be very true, but I'm not going to lead on to which one I thought was the answer. So, um, what, uh, do you find Felk that when you have been dating or just banging women, that women of a red state nature and women of a blue state nature, which ones were probably more wild and more tuned into wanting to fuck all the time? Uh, red state. Yeah. Red state. Isn't that weird? Yeah. You no, know, that's not weird at all. I thought that was weird because when I realized that, like, you know, going through college and shit, I was kind of like, oh, interesting. Yeah, no, that's 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 statistical that uh, conservative women like more Love sex. Love to get fucked. Yeah, it's uh, that's absolutely true. Yeah, it's weird. That, but I mean, I, I don't have but too much experience. What? Don't talk about it. Just like a certain actor's hair. What a horrible thing to say. I'm not gonna put dun, that in this dun, episode. Dun. I'm not putting any of that episode. I know that's why I had to say. It. <laughs> All right, are, are you good? No, on he just what a terrible thing to say. Are you good on questions? Because I'm, I'm glad to finally be done with all this. I'm, I'm um, good. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple more questions probably. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Let me see if I can make up a couple right now. <laughs> you don't, you don't do we have to? to? Uh, no, I do want to. I, I, I did have like a couple other questions I kind of wanted to just get through. All right, fair enough. We're, we're relatively short on content here. So what, what would you? So who do you? What, okay, how about this? 
What do you prefer, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, or The Dark Knight Rises? The actual movies? Yeah, because you, you, these are obviously been centered around the trilogy of The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah, uh, in terms of, and also like my favorite book of corresponding book of Felk. Actually, honestly, well, no, because I think The Dark Knight's the best, followed by Batman Begins, followed by Dark Knight Rises, but. Book of Felt chapter one was me as like a fucking virgin, like <laughs> finding out a the girl who I wanted to be my girlfriend was a, a slut who fucked everyone. So like, no, that that, that I definitely enjoyed uh, chapter two, then three, then one. Uh, no, I don't mean your book of Felt. No, I no, mean actually the movies. Batman. I gave, I gave the answer Dark at the beginning. I said I said Dark Knight, then begins, then rises. Okay, that's it. That way, right. rises is too much of fucking George Joseph Gordon Levitt. All that shit's fucking boring. I like I like JGL in that movie, and uh, I like your ass. Uh, Catwoman was was mis- was uh, Anne Hathaway was miscast. She's not. Oh, no, I thought she was great. She was great. She's great. And she looked great. And she looked great. She looked she the looked part, great. but she doesn't. She just didn't act the part. I thought she was surprisingly very well. Meow. She never says meow. I know oops. that's Michelle Pfeiffer. She says oops. She yeah. does say oops. Oops! I didn't know it was unbreakable. Yeah, that was a great scene. Oh, with, with fucking Batman ha- having a beard and a cane, and you've been pissing in jars all day. I didn't like any of that. I got many. I got many problems with that a movie, but this isn't the podcast to talk about that. Grandma, well, just like a certain feet. actress here, we can't talk about it. Felk, Felk, Felk. I just want to say thank you for opening up. I'm yeah. sure that was not easy, and thank you for structuring it. It, it, it definitely came off as if you had thought it through this wasn't some like basic cool boy bullshit that we usually pull off an hour before we record so. i do three of these almost four no i'm not definitely not doing four or uh, yeah we're, we're done okay well i appreciate it that was the i appreciate it we can go back to talking about predator <laughs> yes we can well that was the fuck or, or apparently you're gonna do six fucking episodes about the mcu According Maybe. to Ballard's desires, he's got There's desires. Nothing else that comes up, absolutely. He fucks the hottest men. I just started my MCU countdown. I watched Iron Man tonight. I'm gonna watch every single MCU movie before Endgame comes out, just like Noli. Well, that was the fucking best book of Felk I've ever done, or will ever do again. Cool Boy Nation, if you have any questions about my book of Felk, then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of Cool Boys Podcast come out every Tuesday. Also, please review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you'll receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other Cool Boys central content with Batman and Beyonds on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Vizies from Felk. And that's Vizies from Biscuits Network. And that's Vizies from Nutsack Noli. You are standing American boy. You've excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... I've been enjoying Batman and Beyond. It's just now this uh, a, a short story format. Cut this out. Cut all this out. Don't talk about this shit on the podcast. When Batman Beyond changes format? No, just cut. Uh, I'm going to stop recording. Why? We need, I need this Easter egg here. You don't need... Okay, fine. Go ahead. Well, then you've, you've changed Batman and Beyond to the narrative where you took pills and we're high an entire episode so you stretch out your voice you pitch yes. shifted oh okay, which so one's okay. this i actually okay, want to you want to hear something one. funny you want to hear something funny so i told my dad about our podcast and i said hey i have this podcast called the cool boys oh great i also have this stupid batman one you can listen to as well 
So you don't have to listen to that one first. Listen to something from the Cool Boys. He randomly picks the episode where I take pills. The entire Batman episode. He goes, I don't know what the hell that was. You want this out in the world? And I'm like, what'd you listen to? I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, what did he listen to? Any He's episode like, of Batman. Cool and I'm like, oh my god, he listened to the pill episode. What? Now I have to listen to this. What is this? What episode is this? So you have to. Okay, so I do these weird arcs. Steve hates it. And 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 this arc starts in mudslide, and then it works its way into paging the crime doctor, and then tonight it got released. And Tana is like the full act three. I haven't listened to that one yet. Ballad, you were incredible. Wait, so you're not talking about Batman anymore? You're talking about these like storylines that you have? Steve's trying to talk about Batman. I'm having my own show. <laughs> okay. Ballard got bored with the actual podcast and is now just fucking with Steve. Do you like it? Is it funny? I mean, I don't know like what the uh, market is now. You don't even talk about Batman anymore. Steve tries to, and you just keep derailing him, and that's the entire episode. <laughs> this could be that could be gold. I gotta hear this. <laughs> I, I also don't think I can listen to Steve rambling though. Get some cool, cool boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> so serious. <laughs> <laughs>